Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Earlier today, American Gus Schumacher stunned the world and Keegan, maybe even himself a little bit, when he won the men's 10-kilometer race. Gus skied like a man inspired out there. He wasn't even in the fastest group to start. He went mid-pack, set times that some of our best champions cannot, could not match. And that audio courtesy of NBC Sports in front of nearly 40,000 fans. He became the youngest U.S. athlete to ever win a World Cup, and he's joining us now here on The Lake Show, Gus Schumacher. Welcome into the show. How you doing, Gus? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome, man. I mean, you're 23 years old, bro, and, and you're, a world, you're a World Cup champion, man. Uh, you're just living the life right now. Huh? How has the last, uh, I guess, 72 hours been for you? Man, it's been crazy. I mean, this is crazy in itself to hear the radio intro and be on a radio here just from my phone. But, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of, like, really cool things. Like, I'm up here in Cable, Wisconsin for the Berkey right now. And just, like, the amount of people that are starting to recognize me and have really just super positive things to say about me and my whole team and the whole, like, experience of the event that the World Cup was has been really cool. And, yeah, it's been a fun 72 hours for sure. Now, see, now, now I'm now I'm bitter because Gus, I, I've done the, I, I've been up to the Berkey before. Uh, I'm friends with Ben Pop, the executive director for, for the Berkey Biner. So you're gonna do the Berkey this week too. I am. Yeah, it's a little different this year, but yep. this is the first time I've been up here for it, and I am catching the fever for sure. It's been so much fun to like see everything that's going into this event and. You know how much work they put into it, and how many people are just like so psyched to be here, yeah, including the, myself. Yeah, the Berkey is phenomenal. Going up to Hayward is phenomenal. It's just a great time. Uh, and you're right; they're, they're going to have to alter it this year, the distance and everything, because of the lack of of us having a true, you know, defined winner. Right? It's 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 been so unseasonably warm. I, I guess let, let's look at last weekend and everything that kind of played out for you uh, with winning the. Um, your first World Cup. What were your expectations coming into the weekend, just knowing that, you know, for the longest time, people were kind of concerned about whether we were actually going to be able to have this based on the uh, the warm winter that we've had? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a few weeks, even months out, like we were seeing all of this about the pretty tragic winter in the Midwest and getting updates from the organizers that things were going well when they were going well, you know, like they were able to make snow and definitely were updating us during that. But 
especially like Jesse, who Jesse Diggins, who put in a ton of work to get it on again, because they organized it right before COVID hit and it didn't work. So he was like pretty nervous, I think, about this. But yeah, getting on the ground and seeing the amount of work they'd put in to make an actually pristine course, like in terms of World Cups, like it doesn't get a whole lot better than that snow conditions wise and definitely have to owe it to these organizers for going above and beyond in such a big way to make it happen and make it like the perfect moment that it was the whole weekend. Yeah, we're talking to Gus Schumacher here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, the youngest U.S. athlete to ever win a World Cup. He won it this past weekend at U.S. cross-country ski team um, in the championship that he won on, on Sunday. Uh, the distance, um, he, 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 a lot of people say he, he was the, the upsetter. He was the shocker. He was the person that people didn't see that one coming. Um, look, I know that you are somebody that believes in yourself clearly because you're an elite athlete, but going into this, was that something that you tried to utilize to your advantage was the fact that, you know what, maybe I'm coming in under the radar and people don't expect me to win, but I'm going to use that as fuel and motivation for me to get where I want to go. Yeah, I mean, mindset is obviously a huge huge factor in elite sports, and I think, like, one of my strengths and, like, silver bullets for this weekend was that I was just, like, really enjoying the moment and, like, enjoying every warm-up lap where fans were shouting people's names and, like, just, like, that atmosphere at Theodore Worth Park was undeniable and I was happy to be there, just healthy and skiing around no matter how I, like, raced. And I knew all the American fans and my family were there, just, like, did not care how I did. Obviously, like, a good they're stoked for a good result, but, like, they were just there to enjoy it and, like, see this spectacle on U.S. soil and... I think that allowed me to just like go out there and be happy and be loose. And obviously like my body was working out very well for this weekend, but yeah, it was for sure a surprise for me and everyone. Uh, but I think, yeah, that mindset and like ability to really be grateful for the amount of work everyone put in and like the fans showing up in such a big way, let me perform at my very best and yeah, have a pretty great day overall. You know, Gus, what is it like when you're out on a course and you hear the crowd chanting USA and cheering for you as an American? Um, I, I heard those chants over the course of the two days this past weekend. I've, I've had a conversation, um, and it's been a while, with Jesse Diggins about that exact same situation and, and clearly with her being in the Olympics and all that. But wh- how do you feel, man, when you're out there and, and, and you're, you're grinding and you're putting in the, the work and you hear those chants? It's... Yeah, like gives me chills thinking about it. And like, I don't even know if it's possible, but basically gave me chills during the race. Like the fans were just like care about skiing and skiers and stuff. And you could tell because they were just like so happy for you no matter what. And they were chanting for everybody. But like on my last lap, when I think like on the live timing, people could tell I was doing well is my assumption, but it felt like the cheering just got louder and louder as the closer I got to the finish and the like last two hills of the course, yeah, the like coordinated USA chance from however many thousands of people were on each hill was really crazy. I just like couldn't feel my body, couldn't hear my breath. It was just going and, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was super inspiring just being out there. Yeah, that's pretty cool, Gus. That is that is awesome. So, so now take take me behind the scenes. Where, where do you train out of? Like like, wh- wh- how does that work for you? Because you're from Anchorage, 
Alaska. I know that when I've talked to Jesse, we've actually had like a virtual uh, like Zoom stuff, but she would train out on the East Coast. I want to say in Vermont, um, and is not around the cities here all, all you know that often. So, so where typically do you train out of? I am usually in Anchorage, Alaska. So, okay. like, that's a good place to train, and there's a really good pro team there. And so through the summer, I train there and go to camps with the U.S. ski team like two or three times through the like summer, fall training block. And then in the winter, I'm traveling on the World Cup from mid-November to end of March usually. All right, so the yeah. so the Berkey is next for you, and, and you're already in Haywood, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, it's just it's going to be a fun week for you. How much uh, media or press do you anticipate doing? You're on this show, right? Like, and we talk to a lot of different and prominent people here, and we're getting ready for spring training here with the Minnesota Twins and all that stuff going on this week. But uh, how much media have you been doing in in uh, in Hayward uh, already? It's only Wednesday. I think it's probably going to ratchet up for you going into the weekend. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've been doing already more media probably than I've ever done combined. That's maybe a little more, a little dramatic, but <laughs> it's been pretty crazy for me just going from like a solid World Cup skier, but like nothing, not really making a whole lot of magic or anything special to like having, you know, the best timed pop off race of my, that I could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. And yeah, people are interested in that, which has been fun. Like, I really, appreciate the interest for us cross-country skiing because it's not just me like as a whole our whole group is moving up and that's really fun but yeah for the Berkey I think I'll be at the Berkey bash which is like their little spaghetti feed thing before on tomorrow night which will be some fun just like meeting people I think and then I'll sign some autographs there Friday morning and just like being around the Berkey I think will be just kind of like media in itself but I yeah. got like an NBC interview tomorrow too. Like, yeah, things are definitely ramping up for me in terms of media. And, and this is your first time, correct, at the Berkey, right? True. All yes. right. So, so, so now, are you familiar with Ernie Saint Germain? Have you heard that name yet? I am. I saw him. I saw him out there yesterday. Man, and just so people are aware, because I did meet him when I was at the Berkey a couple of years ago. Uh, Mr. St. Germain, he is, he's, he's been in every single, he's raced in every single Berkey since his, uh, its existence. I mean, how amazing is that Gus in your eyes? Yeah. I mean, phenomenal. He was, he was a founder too. Right. And yep. obviously there've been some other Berkeys that didn't go off quite as planned and he's just like been there for all of them. And I don't know if you've heard about his plan for this year. I have not. But, G- give uh, me, give me some insight, man. Yeah, I have not heard oh, the plan. This is, this is good. He so he skied. I don't know how long he skied, but a few laps of the 10k course. He's out there for a while yesterday with the media and everything, and his like glittery holographic gold bib, which he deserves. <laughs> uh, but apparently, over the next few days, he's gonna like hike the entire Berkey Trail, which is dry right now. But yeah, 50k, like 30 miles of walking from Cable to Hayward. Yeah, and he's. 70-something, yeah. he's killing it. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's he's unbelievable. Well, Gus, man, I'm so happy for you, my man. I mean, that, that was awesome for me to be there. I didn't get a chance to meet you on Sunday, but I was amongst the masses, and I, and I spent some time in the media center talking to Dan Ness and the rest of the people there, and everybody was super pumped for for not just you, but for, for Jesse Diggins and everybody that was a part of the weekend. I'm so happy that uh, that you won the World Cup, and uh, I look forward to uh, to more uh, greatness out of you in the in the near future, my man. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for being there. 
really fun to have so many people like showing up to support skiing and our team. For sure. Have fun at the Berkey, and we'll talk to you soon. I will. Thank you. All Appreciate right. you having me on the show. Absolutely. That's Gus Schumacher joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. 23 years old. On top of the world. Reminder. Youngest U.S. athlete to ever win a cross-country World Cup. Beyond awesome. 651-461-9226. That is just, that's spectacular, man. Your phone calls, your reaction, anything you had to say. And by the way, the Berkey event, that going on, he's going to do that too? There's something that I have to tell you guys that just absolutely uh, blew me away with regards to being at the cross-country World Cup this past weekend. We get to that next year on The Lake Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm not going to act as though I'm some seasoned vet in the ski community. Not at all. Not yet, at least. But, man, I'm beyond impressed with those athletes. To to be on the heels, because I'm walking the course, right? I, I can't even really put into words, Chris, what it what it was like to watch those men and women go up and down those hills, like going up the hills, especially when they were doing the sprint on Saturday. I'm like, that takes so much leg strength and endurance. It's unbelievable. Like, I don't think that I'd be able to do that in dirt, (laughs) let alone trying to ski. Like, seriously. It, It is really impressive, just the physical stamina. And the strength that they've got, like you mentioned, you know, the, the core and the, the lower body throughout everything and the adrenaline that you need and the sheer uh, mental fortitude that you need to be able to push yourself through that. I could not imagine what that would be like. But then you, you look at the elation on his face. As he ends up winning that race and at 23 to call yourself a world champion, like think about uh, that. The world is your oyster at this point. He may have graduated from college, but he's still the big man on campus. I know you think about that. 
that, that kid's done more with his life by 23 than I have <laughs> at almost 50. <laughs> Exercise included, let's be honest. Oh, it's, it's incredible, though, when you hear him talk, just the sheer giddiness. Like, it's, it's joy. That is, it's the sound of a young man who's almost having a hard time grasping what's happening to him. Because there's so much of this that has just started to open up. And I think it's pretty cool for, you know, you and, and others that were there to say, hey, w- we saw this happen. And it gives you a whole new appreciation for the athletes that do this. Absolutely remarkable. Think about this. And this is something that should be noted. He just said on the show, when I asked him about hearing the USA chance. He says, on the course, he was getting goosebumps. Like, that tells you everything you need to know about how he felt in the moment. And you would think that when you hear that, of course it's going to give you that extra boost, that extra adrenaline to yeah. push and grind and get through. We've seen it with Jesse Dickens before. So, like, and I know that Jesse, like, she's the headliner of it all. Even coming out of it, even though she didn't win um, the distance or the sprint, she, she plays fourth and then also third. Spectacular performance by Jesse. But to, to hear a kid at 23 and right here, and he mentioned that theater work, for him to be a first-time World Cup champion at 23, that's yeah. amazing. It is. And, and you were mentioning those USA chants. There have only been a handful of times that I can remember that when – and this is just because of the fractured nature of our country right now. I'm not going to say anything that's going to be terribly shocking. But it is so hard to really get a a unanimous USA where everybody is is rooting for the same thing. People have the same intentions when they say USA. And to have a describe unless unless you know Unless you don't know, like, any political affiliations well, or that, ties. That, yeah, well, that, that's, that's the thing. I mean, how because, many... because to think about just a few years ago, there were actually people in this country rooting against the women's soccer team, which yes. is beyond gross. Like, so, 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 so I don't care about, about uh, Gus's, you know, his politics. Whatever. It doesn't, it, I don't care it doesn't anything matter. about that. It doesn't, you, you chant USA and you root for him to win. Well, and, and that's, and that's just it. Yep. The problem is there's it's it's everywhere. The the fractured system that we have is is that you cannot get away from it. Yeah, that is the problem. But for him to be on this course and and focused in and you hear these people that are, you know, cheering for you because of the country, USA, USA and being in the Twin Cities in the United States of America it is a it's a perfect storm of of everything that could happen and it's i mean i'm i'm glad that we were able to have it here finally and i'm glad that they were able to get just enough snow and the weather was cold enough worked that, out perfectly. that they were able he even said as much yeah he's they, like the conditions you can ask for better and and somehow by the grace of everything that is good it all worked out as it should have because you mentioned, you know, the, you know, the Berkey. The Berkey, they've had to change. They've had to alter their distance. Exactly. There are a lot of places that have had to alter or they've had to flat out just cancel. So 
they, they got really lucky. And to a man, I've not heard. Granted, I haven't talked to as many people as you have. But everything that I've read and that I've heard, everything has been just glowingly positive. And to hear it from one of the athletes as well, I think that speaks to to how the whole event unfolded. He was awesome. That was so much fun to talk to him, man. That really that made my week in terms of talking to him. Uh, just a great perspective. He just seems like a young person that gets it. Um, a great representative, not only of the country, but for the sport. Um, so continued success to Gus Schumacher um, as he, uh, you know, as he is on that journey throughout the rest of his career to to, to be great. He's already great because he's got a World Cup. But once you get a taste, we know this with with elite athletes. Once you get a taste you of success, more. you want so yeah. much yep. more, and it just makes all the sense in the world. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. Coming up next, uh, something that we're going to do weekly. Uh, because of my affiliation and my connection with some outstanding, talented people at Fox 9, we will be chatting with different and various news anchors on Channel 9. And tonight, joining us on the show for the first time, Kelsey Carlson, Fox 9 news anchor. Uh, What are some of the top stories that Fox 9 is covering for this evening? We check in and talk to her next year on The Lake Show. All right, something I look forward to doing is chatting with various extremely talented individuals from Fox 9, the Fox 9 News. And we kick it off for the first time here on The Lake Show with Kelsey Carlson, Fox 9 News anchor. She's been in the market, I want to say, for about a decade now. Uh, Been a great addition to the Twin Cities, and I thank her for coming on The Lake Show tonight. Kelsey, how you been? The talented people weren't available tonight, so I'm filling in, but thank you. (laughs) You are extremely talented. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, First off, so so that my listening audience can get a little bit acclimated uh, to who you are, you've been here since 2014, correct? Yes. Yeah, almost 10 years to the day. I started February 2nd of 2014. Ah, Yeah. All right, so, so tell us a little bit about how you found your way to Minnesota. Uh, you know what? It, it was it was honestly unexpected. Mm. I was I was in Raleigh, North Carolina, North Carolina, where I'd worked for about ten years as well. And this this opportunity came up. I wasn't really looking to move. We were sort of established, and we enjoyed where we lived. Uh, but I kind of came up here on a whim. I didn't think they would offer me the job. I mean, I just thought they would. Um, yeah, you know, I just I, I just didn't have any expectation that I would be offered the job, but it was like, oh, I'm going to go on a job interview. It'll be a lot of fun. And I got here, and I had the most wonderful day from, like, the afternoon meeting on, like, just wonderful people. Mm-hmm. And I remember leaving and telling my husband, I was like, that was just a really great place. And I was like, what a, what a fun day I had uh, in Minnesota. And then they did offer it to me, and then it became sort of like, oh, what do I do position. now? <laughs> what do we do now? And uh, it was it was really hard uh, uh, to try to make that decision. That point in our life where we were already kind of established, we had two kids, and we liked our neighborhood, and we liked our neighbors and uh, friends. But in the end, it was one of those just leap of faith. Yeah, kind no, of 
I, I just love, you know, whenever I get a chance to come into Fox 9 and hang out with you and Randy and Amy and, and everybody else, Jim Rich and everybody in Ahmad, uh, I just I, I feel like I'm part of the family. And clearly there's some things that I'm doing with uh, with Fox Local and everything, but I just love and enjoy and really respect uh, the work that you guys do. And one of the things that I've been wanting to do uh, for the longest time and now that we finally got you on the air and, and others as, as well moving forward is, you know, with Fox 9, I want to hear from time to time about what are some of the top stories that uh, people can look out for when they look into the or, or watch the Fox 9 news um, on a weeknight. So 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 let's let's start there. It's it's you know, it's hump day. It's middle of the week. It's 730. What are some of the maybe some of the things that people should be looking uh, t- towards seeing so maybe some of the stories or some of the things that you guys are doing with Fox 9 here this evening? Yeah, well, first of all, you are family, Henry, and you know that when you walk in here. This place is, I mean, it is the most special group of people I've ever worked with. Everybody's so funny, so welcoming, so nice. And yes, like when you come in to be on Jim's show or for anything else, you're absolutely like just one of the family. You just blend right in. And I smell uh, good. You love when I smell good. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's Ian. Ian really loves your cologne. <laughs> <laughs> Ian lo- he loves my cologne. Oh, my goodness. It's amazing. <laughs> it really, I, I mean, you should probably tell people what you're wearing because it is incredible. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, you know, for most people, and I know I've encountered this with a couple of my friends uh, who are, you know, in their 40s to 50s, uh, they t- we've become those people that at 930 we have to sit down and we have to know what the weather is the mm-hmm. next day. So weather is the big one, plus Ian, um, you know, he's like an improv act in addition to just giving you the weather. He's uh, just wonderful and funny, and, and he provides a lot of really light moments for us on the air. So uh, weather is an event. <laughs> it is. And he's got a great personality, too. Ian's got a great personality. Yeah. I mean, weather is an event. And, you know, his parents were theater people, too. His dad worked in the TV industry. His mom was a dancer. He's just, and he has four sisters. So his personality, I think I knew him for about a week. And I said, do you have sisters? Because he just, he'll pick at you. You know, and but in a very funny, loving kind of way. So um, and he does that to us on the air, too. So weather is always um, top of the hour, bottom of the hour. And then we've had a really heavy week here, as you know. Absolutely. It's been, a, you know, it's been a difficult week in Minnesota and the Twin Cities. And tonight we will continue to follow the deaths of those three first responders in Burnsville. Uh, there is a memorial service that has been announced now that will be next Wednesday. And we have more on the details of that. And one of the officers is from Wabasha tonight. The Wabasha community held a candlelight vigil in his honor. So we will be covering that as well. Um, on the lighter side, um, if you've ever met Maury Glover, you know, he's this incredible storyteller. And so we have something called Maury's Stories. Yep. And he has a really interesting story tonight about uh, a film crew is in town. They're kind of running around to a bunch of different spots. They're using an old camp in Eden Prairie to film this murder mystery called Unholy Communion. So he he shows what they're doing, talks a little bit about the movie and where you can catch them. And if you're into that sort of thing and kind of like to watch a film crew work. And then, uh, Henry, did you ride the bus as um, a school age child? Did you ride the bus to school? Absolutely. Yeah, it was it was only rode the bus. I want to say like. Maybe four years outside of that, the schools that I ended up attending, they were nearby. Okay. Do you remember your bus driver's name? Oh, I do not. 
long time. I know. I don't remember the elementary school bus driver. I can see her name, but I can't. I mean, I can see her face, but I can't remember her last name. Uh-huh. And it's really been bugging me today. But in middle school on, my next door neighbor, Judy Bridwell, was my bus driver. And today is school bus driver appreciation day. So um, a lot of places are going to be lit up in yellow tonight, like the 35W Bridge. And so, you know, it's just a time to remember to say thanks for all they do. I mean, they handle a giant piece of machinery up these, you know, snow-covered hills and roads and through your neighborhoods that haven't been plowed and get our kids to school safely every day. So uh, that's also something. Well, that triggers triggers a story that I actually got into a couple of weeks ago, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with this or if you guys talked about it on Fox 9, but there was locally there was a young man, because I saw it on on a national outlet, I think it was like USA Today, but there was a young man that, and this was over the holidays, his bus driver she um, announced to the every all the kids on the bus that she unfortunately had to step away from her job for a while because uh, it had, she had just been diagnosed with cancer and um, she was going to be off the job for a while. And this kid cared so much about his bus driver that he started up a fundraiser where I think he and his father – um, where he and his mother made, I want to say, was it was it? No, it was it was banana bread. They they made banana bread, and he was able to raise a bunch of money for his bus driver. I thought that was such Aww. a touching story. I loved it, and it kind of you, you know you talking about the bus drivers, you know, and that those people they don't get the credit that they deserve for the amount of care that they have with young people. Mm-hmm. That was a very touching story that uh, that I talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and we've had so many great bus drivers over the years for our kids too and i mean you just you just love them like their family you know they come they they they're part of your life five days a week and they do such a tremendous job uh because i mean if you've ever stepped on a bus it's wild those kids are all over the place and so you have to you have to manage that and (laughs) drive and uh, I mean, I have a hard enough time just getting my station wagon, you know, backed <laughs> into a parking spot. I can't imagine having to maneuver a school bus driver uh, or a school bus around. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So those are some of the stories that we'll be talking about tonight. All right, we're talking to Fox Nine News anchor Kelsey Carlson here on the Lake Show on News Talk eight three zero WCCO, talking about some of the top stories that'll be covered on the Fox Nine News. Uh, before I let you go, Kelsey, and I truly do appreciate you being with us. Mm-hmm. Um, Look, you are a runner. Like you've been, you've run marathons. Uh, you're really fit. You've competed in what thirty one marathons, or am I, am I shortening the the number for you? It's it's something like that. It's more than thirty at this point. Oh my I, god! I, Seven I'm Boston marathons. Sure. <laughs> oh my goodness! You are. I mean, you you you're you're. you're I'll just say you're fit, okay? You're in shape. You you enjoy the cardio. I enjoy cardio, but not to, to this degree. Uh, I was at the U.S. Uh, uh, I was at the – not the U.S., but I was at the cross-country uh, World Cup over the weekend. The endurance that you saw from Jesse Diggins, and I had Gus yeah. Schumacher on just 30 minutes ago. Elite athletes. With all of yeah, that being incredible. said, yeah, with all of that being said, and you like to be outdoors and you like to, uh, to do um, things to maintain your health – what is something in terms of physical activity that you have not tried yet that you want to? Oh, I, so absolutely. Rock climbing is something I would love to try someday. My cousins have been heavy into that since they were young. And so I've always wanted to do that. Uh, I don't know that I have the coordination or actually the physical strength to do that, but I would love to try it. But more realistically, Henry, I have never played pickleball. Oh, and, 
I should go play pickleball. That's what I should answer. Oh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta film it for Fox. I, so I have never played. That's the one that I've not played. And so I'm really, you know, I know a few people, right? Like I'm connected to the people at Lifetime Fitness. They have been wanting me to play pickleball, pickleball for like the last two years, and I haven't played yet. We should do this together. We should take a lesson. <laughs> we should. I, I warn you, I am really bad with hand-eye coordination. That's why I run because. I'm just not good at the, <laughs> the ball sports. So. Oh my goodness! All right, so we'll figure it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna text my my lifetime fitness corporate person right now. Let them know that at some particular point <laughs> here in the spring, that me and Kelsey that we'll we'll have to get connected and we'll have to play pickleball. We got to yes. get some lessons first. We're not just gonna go out there and wing it. We want, we want to be good at what we do. Right. We don't want to embarrass ourselves, Henry. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Well, Kelsey, I appreciate you joining the show, and I look forward to chatting with you moving forward. And everybody else at Fox 9, I I truly do feel like a member of the family, and and I appreciate you coming on the Lake Show tonight. All right. We can't wait to see you again here, okay? Absolutely. That's Kelsey Carlson, <laughs> Fox 9 News anchor. We'll be talking to a, a roundtable. We'll be, we'll be kind of switching off in terms of different Fox 9 News anchors that we'll be talking to from time to time. But those are the top stories that you can find on the Fox 9 News this evening. Coming up next, we'll take a brief pause, come back. We'll get to headlines. That's next here on The Lake Show. All right, it's time for The Lake Show to have headlines. And when we do headlines, the person in charge of headlines is Christopher Tubbs. So he's going to crack open the microphone as he swigs back a little bit of that carbonated water that he uh The bad stuff that, that I shouldn't be drinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the bad stuff. Let me give you some grief. Oh, you can give me some grief. It's, it's not going to stop me. It's all good. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm too set in my ways to change now. Hey, Minnesota's set to receive $92 million as part of President Joe Biden's Investing in America agenda. The money's going to go towards the state's drinking water, speaking of wastewater and stormwater upgrades, and is part of the administration's investment in water infrastructure upgrades from the infrastructure bill. State health officials announced in a report last year that nearly 98% Minnesotans who get their drinking water from a community public water system received water that met all federal health-based standards throughout the year. Now, the new round of funding is going to help pay for projects nationwide, bringing the total awarded to states for water infrastructure improvements to $22 billion. The money comes from the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure law that President Joe Biden signed in 2021. This, according to the White House, Vice President uh, Kamala Harris said everyone in the United States should be able to have clean water. Quote, I shouldn't have to say that, but it does come down to that. She said every person should have a right to and the ability to have access to clean water. It shouldn't matter where you live or how much money you earn or how much money you have in your back pocket. The infrastructure law now includes over $50 billion to upgrade America's water infrastructure and is touted by the Biden administration as the largest investment in clean water in U.S. history. I'm so happy to hear about this. And, And the reason why I say this specifically, and I'm glad you put this on headlines, Chris, is because I'm paying attention a lot more to what I am drinking with regards to water, okay? Because not all water is created equally. And in this, you know, we, we sit here and we talk about water, like drink more water, right? Yeah. But when you go to a store and you're buying water, like there's a lot of bad water. There are there are companies that are selling Products as water, but water that has stuff in it. Got a lot of those harmful chemicals. Yes. Yes. And so I'm very intentional when I go out and I'm proactive about buying water. 
that doesn't have any additives to it. So I try to buy the cleanest water that I can. And and this isn't about what water, what, what water you buy, but this is about us having the infrastructure to have clean water across the board. So I love everything about this. There are some that can't go out and buy the water. Yep. They do get it from you know various you know community outlets and i mean there's there's certain kids and stuff still in the south and other parts of the country that go grab a water hose and then just drink it right out the water hose yeah, yeah. I, I mean it i i think we've all done it we've all done it absolutely a a colorado man has died after being bitten by his pet gila monster and what would be a rare death by one of the desert lizards if the creature's venom turns out to have been the cause 34-year-old Christopher Ward was taken to a hospital shortly after being bit by one of his two monsters on February 12th. He was soon placed on life support and died on Friday. Mm. This according to Lakewood Police Department spokesman John Romero. Coroner's officials declined to comment on the death, including if tests showed whether Ward died from the pet's venom or showed some other form of medical condition. Now his girlfriend handed over the lizard named Winston and another named Potato to the animal control officer and other officers the day of the bite. She said she heard something that didn't sound right, entered a room to see Winston latched onto Ward's hand. According to the report, she told officers that Ward immediately began exhibiting symptoms, vomiting several times and eventually passing Ugh. out and ceased to breathe. He was placed on life support in a hospital within days. Doctors declared him brain dead. Now, Ward's girlfriend reportedly told officers they bought the uh, the lizard at a reptile exhibition in Denver in October and the other one from a breeder in Arizona in November. But told that the Gila monsters were illegal in Colorado, the woman told officers she wanted them out of her house as soon as possible. Officers working with the Colorado Department of Natural Resources sent the lizards to reptile gardens outside Rapid City, South Dakota. 26 spiders of a different species were also taken from the home to a nearby animal shelter. Of course, these uh, Gila monsters are venomous reptiles that naturally inhabit parts of the southwestern United States and neighboring areas of Mexico. And uh, their bites can cause intense pain, make their victims pass out. But normally, they are not deadly. All right, but how about this, though? The part that you read about the coroner's officials declined Tuesday to comment on the death, which I understand, including if tests showed yet whether Ward died from the pet's venom or from some other medical condition. Uh, they were healthy before they get they got bit. So I'm assuming the bite had something to do with the, um, the death. Yeah, no... No indication in the story whether or not there was a pre-existing medical condition. Exactly. But, I mean, maybe it was a, a bit of a factor. Hey, Sylvester Stallone has been performing in action movies for almost 50 years, and it's taken a toll. The actor revealed that he had seven major surgeries after suffering a neck fracture on the set of The Expendables in 2010. The 77-year-old Stallone was filming a fight scene with wrestler Stone Cold Steve Austin, doing multiple takes of a stunt when he was hurt. Quote, I did stupid stuff. I was directing Expendables and like an idiot, I'm doing take 10 and take whatever. And remember, one slam and I could actually feel one bang. This is what he revealed in his uh, latest reality show, The Family Stallone. He says his body was never the same following the injury and needed a metal plate inserted into his neck. He said he never recovered from The Expendables. After that film, I was never physically the same. He warned people, do not do your own stunts. Now, his wife, Jennifer Flavin, said in the show that she gets scared whenever he requires surgery. Quote, Sly tries to mask the pain, pretending like it didn't happen. He doesn't like people to know he's had so many back surgeries. It's very scary for our family every time he has to go through surgery because you never know. 
And if uh, you want to see more of the family Stallone with his uh, wife and his family, the adult children, it streams on Paramount Plus. All right, so Sylvester Stallone, he's had the neck surgeries. But I would assume he's probably had more procedures on his face. Oh, wow. I'm just saying. Are we going to go down how the much, Are we going to go down the Dolph Lundgren and Von Drago? How much too, cosmetic surgery can one man have? Sly, what are you doing? Wow, man! All I'm 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 talking. Am I lying? No, but I, I'm. This got dark really quick. How did it get dark? Well, I was taking it in a. You're just you're making fun of the man for having some. No, I'm not some making cosmetic. fun. I'm just keeping it real. You're, Ain't no fun being well, made. Well, this is when keeping it real goes wrong. Well, I. It, you know, I mean, his face looks wrong. His face looks wrong. Sorry. Wow. What? Well, we're talking about the neck. I mean, seven, what, 10 neck surgeries? So facials, 20. So you're, so you're saying there's Dude, more work is, on the front of the face than there is on the back of the neck. I, I think that when people look at your face and no muscles are moving in your face, mm-hmm. there's a problem. Well, how many Rocky movies did he do? I mean, how many times did he get punched in the face? I mean, there's only so many times you can do that. How many times did he actually get punched in the face? Come on. Stop it. I've seen the movies. I've seen the Rocky movies. I know how that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know. How do you think Dolph Lundgren's got that fat bank account? <laughs> if he dies, he dies. All right, coming up next. Everybody's talking about twins free agency spending. I'll tell you right now, it's fake outrage. I don't get why everybody's so ticked off. We get to that next here on the Lake Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 